Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. Hey mamas. So we have a really special guest today. I am so, so excited to talk to her about sex and intimacy, really things that honestly, we just don't talk about openly. Um, But I know that my community has been so excited for this interview. So I am so happy to talk to Samaya today. So will you please, please introduce yourself to our community and and our mamas and, and let us know who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Samaya. I'm the owner of Sexual Essentials. I am a hands-on sexual educator. And what that means in my own little weird way is that I teach sexual education for adults, um, but in a way where we're not guessing, I'm not lecturing. So if I can show you, I'm going to show you how. Um, I'm going to show you demonstrations. It's hands-on. There are practicing techniques. Like, for example, if you take my riding class, you actually have to ride in the class. You know, it's not just, oh, I get what you mean, because that's not how it works. I see how people play guitar, but I'm sure no one wants to hear me do that, because that's not really how we learn. And so um, that is kind of what I do. (laughs) And you know what? So I let me just tell you real quick how you came on my radar because I wasn't following you at first, but I do. I, I think, you know, I run a motherhood community. And so in our community, we just started talking about like sex and intimacy and like just. I realized that the mamas in our community were really into this topic and really needing more around this. And so one of the mamas in our community was like, oh, I follow her. She is amazing. I've taken one of her classes. And I was like, oh, so I need to reach out to her. (laughs) So I reached out to you because one of the moms in our communities loves your work. And so I wanted to let you know that like, you know, what you do is phenomenal and people are really enjoying it. And it's just kind of like wriggling on down. And so um, I first want to ask, how did you even get into this type of work? How did this start for you? Absolutely. So I started this in 2018. So I had my son in 2017. And you know, that that transition from just being a single woman or either a married woman or just a woman without children, period, is very different. And you know how we get into these phases of our lives, you get, you grow a different community. And so I was starting to meet and talk to more moms. And that's when I realized so many women were having stretch marks and discoloration and boobs, different sizes and gained 40, 50 pounds. And they didn't even catch a nut when they got pregnant. And that was wild to me because I was just like, hold on, (laughs) hold the phone. We do like, cause me, I was like, yeah, this crazy. Like, I can't lose this weight, like this is wild, this is wild, this is wild. But I realized it was way wilder to women that were getting pregnant, having children and had never even had an orgasm. And so it was just like, okay, what is going on here? And it was just kind of like my segue to just be myself because I already was um, a very honest and vocal person and that friend that people call about sex and, oh, should I try this? And have you tried it? you know, Samaya and everything else. But 
that was really, I think the main point that I was looking at at that time, but just, I just always thought I had a way with explaining things. I know that I kind of am, when it comes to my learning capabilities, I have difficulty with certain things. And so I found that sometimes that makes the best teacher because I find the loopholes that people are missing because at the end of the day, people have been faking orgasms through their entire marriage. They are having children and have yet have had no orgasms whatsoever. And at this point, this is a problem. And I just feel like everybody is so shamed. And I'm like, so you're not shamed that you ain't catching no nuts, but you shamed because I'm talking about this. So I just I just got sick and girl, goddamn motherfucking tired of it. I don't know if we're allowed to cuss on here, but- um, yes, you're allowed to cuss, I cuss all the time. Look here, I just, I just think that it's unnecessary. And more than that, I think that sex can save relationships, not because of the sex, but could you imagine being married to the love of your life and doing all the work to make the relationship work, but sexually, you're just not satisfied or, you know, and it's just, that's not fair because everybody acts like sex is not as important as what it is. And that's just not true Um, on the guy side and on the mom side, like so many men are sexually unsatisfied and yes, they say that men cheat more or whatever, but at the end of the day, if someone's cheating, they're still not getting something that they need. And it's time for us to just figure it out, you know? So Ooh, I love it. And again, it just, it's just, it's resonating so much with what we talk about in our community because we are moms, we're millennial women, like, and so we're kind of in a place where we're wanting to do motherhood different. That includes us a little bit more, you yes. know, well, a lot more ourselves, like us at the center is really our goal. And so I love what you're saying, like, just getting comfortable talking about this stuff. And like, you know, what I love about about what we're doing in our community is like we're actually being honest about what sex looks like at it when we become moms you know the struggles that we're having and like keeping each other accountable for like like you said let's fix it and so because my community has been so excited about me talking to you I actually went to them and I was like okay so what do y'all want to know like what should I ask her like how should this go so I have a bunch of questions that the mamas in my community wanted me to touch base with you on and you know whatever we get to we'll get to um but I know that they're going to be so excited for this so if you're okay with it I'm gonna just Absolutely. Let's go for it. Let's go. Run them off. So (laughs) number one, and a lot of the mamas in my community had this question. So this question said, um, if I've lost touch with my sexual energy and sexuality feels like a chore, um, how do I touch, how do I get back in touch with the part of myself um, and also connect with my partner? Um, How do I reset the sexual energy between us? That's a great question. And I think a very common one. So I'm glad that you guys are asking it. Um, One, I feel like a lot of people are saying reset or get back to and things like that when we discuss this type of topic. And I like to shed light to were you really a sexual person beforehand? Were you really a sensual person beforehand? Were you really in touch with your sexuality? Or were you younger or fitter or less busy and so these things automatically fit just because you were doing them before doesn't mean that that's the type of person that you were because roll over rolling over and getting some on the side morning sex is not hard when you don't have children it's not necessarily an effort it's not saying no but were you being sexually you know expressive and some people they were but there's going to be a good number that's like damn Actually, I wasn't. I just was a hot girl already because, you know, my boobs wasn't low and the body looked right with no matter what I put on. And it's like, if you were already that girl, those things don't just go away. 
when you become pregnant. What I realized is that I had not really certain part, my sexuality. Yes. I had, I, I had a person, a sexual personality before mom, but that, that self-care, that self-confidence, but those things, anything that was shaky before it just came to fruition in motherhood. Right. And a in, there are a lot of questions we don't know how to ask within our relationship that we've never had to ask because it's young, it's sexy, it's still new. And it, it does, you could do whatever you want. So you don't really have to work at it as long as you like the person and y'all have a decent relationship. These are things you've never had to do. So instead of thinking about how to get back to that old thing, how about we just create it? Because when you're comparing, you're only gonna put yourself down. Comparison is a thief of joy, even in our own lives. I don't look at the old pictures at a size that I didn't, that I wish I used to be, or that was that time. This is the grown woman body I'm in now. And I love it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that with our sexuality, we need to be more positive when looking at the past, but also recognize that the past, we really, you know how like you look back and you're like, damn, I really wasn't even that grown. Well, most times we look back, we weren't even that sexual. You weren't doing anything that I would tell you to do now. You know, you know, yes. like a lot of women don't have sex toys. A lot of people don't have a masturbation schedule. So first of all, when it comes to getting back in touch with ourselves, what is your routine looking like? What does your self-care routine look like? And what does, are you living by a calendar? After a certain time, if it's not, show me your routine and I'll show you who you are. And I, a lot of people's calendars have a lot of other people on it. I put myself on my calendar because people don't ask you why your time is blocked off. You know, like it just had to stop being a discussion for me and it just is what it is. Um, so, you know, we learn these boundaries, but also taking a class. I teach an entire masturbation and squirting class that first off, it is hard getting back into sex because it's just like the gym. It's a muscle. You may love working out, but if you hurt yourself and you go back to the gym, you're still going to feel lazy going back because your body took a break. But it's like muscle memory. After you go for a while and do it for a while, it will come back to you. But a lot of us are, have motivation, but we don't have enough to do the thing. Like somebody's going to listen to this and like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And then tomorrow when they forget about it, they're going to go right back to doing the same shit they were doing or not doing before. And it's a commitment. Like we, we, we pay for cable every month. We pay for our grass to get cut every week. We pay for an accountant. Do you pay for any sexual education whatsoever? And a lot of people don't. And it's also not their expertise. Yeah. I could do my taxes on TurboTax, but that's not going to be the optimal tax outcome for me. Everybody yeah. wants to be a specialist when we really need to be pouring into other people that are the specialists. Like you can't do everything you shouldn't want to, you know? Yeah. Yes, so- I have this thing and it's called Patreon and it's like a learning subscription. It's like 230 plus classes on there. It's $15. And so I tell people all the time, if you don't want to pay $15 a month for 230 classes, you're not serious about learning anyway. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people want to ask these questions, take up time, take up space and, and put our energy towards it for a moment, but you're not really dedicated to change. You're not dedicated to putting on different set of pajamas that are a little sexier in the bed. You're not dedicated to asking your man what type of nails, or you're not dedicated to finding someone to help you remind yourself of these things when there are resources out there. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Planning is amazing for mothers and parents, period, because you can put it on your calendar to say, you know what? I'm going to suck his dick on Tuesday and on Friday. That's what he going to get from me. Boom. Now you ain't even got to think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that is so this, 
goes into another question that I had um, because I I hear you saying like planning and scheduling. And so there was a, a topic that we had a while ago that the mamas in our community was kind of going back and forth, like scheduling versus just being more spontaneous. And like, I what does spontaneous that, mean? So what they, yeah. So what they were saying was like, if we schedule it, is it no longer sexy? And so definitely wanted to get your take on, and I feel like I already know where you're going to go with this. Like You already know. Yes. Should we be scheduling sex or should we just kind of leave it to chance? But then also someone asked in our community, what is like, how many times is average when it comes to healthy sex? And so I feel like I know where you're going to go with this one too, but definitely like, let us know your stance on scheduling versus not. And then like how many times a week is average when it comes to healthy sex? Well, I feel like healthy sex is fulfilling sex. And so that incorporates two people. And so I think this kind of goes back to not only our love languages, but our sexual love languages. So that's something that I teach about. So For example, for me, I'm good with two times a week. And that's because I am a quality over quantity. I would rather have a four hour session where we wake up and I'm tired as fuck. I can barely function the next day, but I got flashbacks going for like a week because we did all the things. There was a massage, there was oils, there was a tub, there was strawberries, like all the things, you know what I'm saying? Versus, and once you do all those things and you're doing it properly, I guarantee you there is no way that you could possibly have the energy to do that every day unless you're used to having lackluster sex four times a week. And I'm just not with the lackluster. Like I want it to be thorough. Like that's, I feel like that's what creates and revives chemistry. Having a real situation to remember. I'm sorry, but I don't be remembering quickies like that unless we really both there. You know what I mean? In that place. And sometimes you're not. Um, So like looking at your sexual love languages and understanding where you guys stand and finding a compromise on that. So um, that's one thing, but also scheduling sex doesn't have to mean, hey, come in here at five o'clock, time to drop them draws. Like, that's not what that means. Scheduling sex means, you know what? And whether you do it together or do it separate on my personal calendar may say, okay, so I'm giving head and I'm doing the work on Friday. And then on Saturday, I'm going to ask him what color he want my nails to be. And then on Sunday, I'm going to wear lingerie to bed. That's a plan. Whether you tell them or not, it is a plan. And then next, if we're planning sex, now we know all the foreplay time. So if we say, so, all right, Friday is our freaky night. That's where we try something new. If that's a plan, that means that now days leading up, we're looking for a new sex toy to try. Or, hey, you know, somebody just dropped the yoni massage or the lingam, which is a Sanskrit word for penis, um, a penis massage video. Let's watch those together, babe. And then now we're prepared for Friday. Or now I'm, I, when I first got my coochie wax, now I recorded a little video and I sent it on Friday morning because I already know What's about to go down Friday when you get home? Like, now I can get a babysitter. Now I can get the wine. Now, what do you mean? A plan can be amazing, but with no plan, it's kind of just sporadic. And do you go into like an interview with no plan? You know? And that, I think we needed to hear that because I think we have been so, like you said, we are so used to, you know, in our 20s, we were doing whatever, whatever. But like you just said, were you really, you know, was it, was it really what you thought? 
it was. And so now that we're in this phase of life, we're trying to get back to what was instead of like focusing on creating something different that actually could be better. And we are so fixated on, well, we didn't used to have to plan, but now we do thinking that that is a deficit when really that might be the game changer that you need to move forward. And so that's what I'm hearing from you is like, but the other thing that I'm hearing that I think we haven't thought about in our community is that planning sex does not mean planning like intercourse that moment. It means like yeah. all the other things that go into it. And Absolutely. so I think that's also something that we just haven't even talked about because we're so focused on like, oh, planning sex means, okay, we're going to come, come in here at this time, this time and do this. And that's not what you're saying. And, and you know, what's wild is that we are just so uptight about the topic period because in what way in nothing else in life does anybody take exactly what you say that literal but in sex is like if you say something it's like well I don't want to plan for it well first of all if you're not planning for sex you're not doing anything exciting because I assure you if we're trying to do some butt action oh baby it's a plan because I, you can't just be trying to stick something up my butt without notice what if I eat Chipotle like don't get no Mexican food like I you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, that's not realistic in anything. And people are just so uptight in an unrealistic way. And it's like, yo, loosen the purse strings, honey. Like, and that goes for guys and for girls. Like guys need to loosen up on how dainty they think we are after having children or, you know, and that's not always true. But also on the other side, you have women that don't understand that sometimes he's just adjusting to the fact that your sexuality changed. And now you have to say, you know what, I'm back. Mm. Like, uh, I'm, I'm back. But it's going to take some effort. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you, people are going to do what they want to do. And most people procrastinate. Yeah. Most people talk about it because that feels better. Mm-hmm. It feels better to talk about it. And then we don't have to talk about it for a week. And we okay. feel good. But the sex really hasn't changed. Yes. You know, but. Yep, yep. So we had another question. And in this one, I think comes up a lot too this question is what advice do you have on reclaiming sexuality after sexual trauma and breastfeeding um because we have some and this actually might be two separate questions so if you want to separate them let me know but we have mamas in our community who've experienced sexual traumas and that has interfered with their sexuality but then also we have a ton of breastfeeding moms and so that that experience of like breastfeeding and them feeling disconnected from their bodies but then also just like their breasts no longer feeling a part of them sexually. Um, What advice do you have for those experiences? I feel like there's a level of kink that the world needs to explore. And kink doesn't always have to be like, oh, chains and whips and aggressive or anything, but it's, it's really finding intimacy and sexiness in random things. And so there is, and I say that to say, there's a category of like, breast milk and it's like a turn on right now I understand as a mom yes I totally understand because it's like okay I had my little boy sucking on my titty here and then you got a big boy that want to suck on the titty over here like hold on now now as long as I ain't doing at the same time body parts are interchangeable I use my feet to run and I use them to walk you don't see you know but I think sometimes we're so we're always trying to do immediately Versus kind of taking things slow, like rubbing on your body and massaging it and giving it time to warm up and change into different categories. It's almost like with the guy. You ever be in the mood, 
like with your guy or something and you assume that because you kiss him because you're in the mood that the dick gonna be hard on hard and you go down to touch and it's like oh it's not like dang what's wrong like damn give it a second and it's like our body parts are the same way too we don't we try to just jump in hell after you have an orgasm you can't even pee right away like your body needs time to switch into different functions and the truth is is that a lot of after parenting sex has only exposed the fact that we never have foreplay in the beginning. You're not giving your body time to feel anything different. It takes 18 to 40 minutes for your body to properly warm up, even as a man. And just because you can have an orgasm doesn't mean that's the best that it could have been because you have not fully sat in, you know, being revved up for long enough. As soon as it get hard, people want to use it. As soon as it get wet, people want to put it in. And that's just not how it works. Because now your, your nipples are disconnected because you're moving at a pace and your body hasn't caught up, right? Also with sexual trauma, I've had sexual trauma. It is an, ev- it is an everlasting journey of healing. And a lot of people are not dedicated to that, nor have they had the experience in life that has made them understand and realize it. And it's something that we all come into in our own time. And so sending love and, and so much healing energy to all the women that have felt that. But I do have to ask, because there's always gonna be that accountability are you working every day to make changes? Are you working every day for a new source of healing? Because to me, it wasn't until I realized that I have to do certain things every single day, no matter if it's a good day or a bad day to stay okay. And I know it sucks, but it is what it fucking is. Like, it just is what it is. I have to do certain things. I have to say my affirmations every morning. I have to listen to something positive. I have to move every day and a list of other things. And it's like, Sometimes I just really don't want to fucking do this. I just want to be regular. Well, this is what life is now, you know, and finding those resources, being on a journey to find more resources. So like I've went to therapists and great, but as soon as I feel myself like, okay, I've gotten all I can get here, go to another therapist. They're all for different things. Sometimes we get so set that we're only doing the same one thing of healing, but you've probably outgrown it. Like, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that therapist or that doctor or anything. It's just time for something new. So for me, I went from um, a trauma specialist to a regular therapist, to an astrologist, to a life coach, you know, Um, and I use masturbation and sexuality as a form of healing as well and connecting those. But if you have all these rules of no, 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 some of the things that could really help you and help you experience, you're never going to experience because you have too many rules anyway. And so sometimes the healing part is just saying, you know what, I'm gonna show up anyway. It's like going to a dance class and sucking. Yeah. Like I, I, I do new things that I suck at because it's not about being perfect at it. If I do it, if I dance, I'm a dancer. That's it. If I read, I'm a reader. You know, pouring into my sensuality makes me sensual. Pouring into my, my sexuality makes me sexual. Is it the way I want it to be in, you know, the end goal? No, but it's the steps now. You can't skip, skip these steps and then be like, why am I not this? Yeah. You know? And this is so funny because, so there's another question about like, well, I'm gonna just read it. It says, as someone who wants sex and sexuality to be part of their wellness routine, um, what mental shifts do we need to make to transition from like, um, sexy pre-mom or 
sexy person versus uh, before having a baby to after. But I feel like you're already talking about these mindset shifts that we have to make. And so like the ones that I'm hearing is like, um, you know, giving things the time it needs, you know, it can't just be like, okay, let's go, let's do it now. Like you said, 18 to 40 minutes. And I don't think most of us think about that. Like you said, 18 to 40 minutes to get ready. And sometimes- Most people not even having a whole session. No, not at all. And so like things like that, I feel like are the mindset shifts, like giving yourself, giving your body the time it needs. I also heard you say things like, um, you know, not comparing the old you to who you are now. Like this is where you are. So like working with what you have now to create what you want. Um, But what other- mindset shifts would you recommend for someone who is wanting to make sex and sexuality a part of their wellness routine um, and trying to really shift into you know that aspect of their sexuality um I think I'm just more of a person that's like okay so we talked about it you already know what you want to change instead of a mindset shift let's get into some body shifts like because I I hate having meetings to talk about stuff And I think sometimes we meet with ourselves way too fucking much. And it's just like, well, how am I going to make this change? You plan it, you plan it, but you ain't played with that pussy, ma'am. How many sex toys do you have? Are they still battery operated? Like when is the last time you had an orgasm? Because these are things that naturally in your body create a stronger sense of sexuality. Women are naturally multi-orgasmic. When you have one, it will naturally make you want to have more. But if you, you ever have one, that's why we still talking about meetings about how to feel this and feel that. Have you, you need a community so you feel normal. It's like going to a PWI. It's nothing against it. And PWI is a predominantly white institution. So like a college or university, there's nothing wrong with it. But I know for me, um, I, I went to HB, I went to FAM. Um, and I have a friend who went to a PWI and his level of depression and feeling left out was so high because he had to do undergrad and graduate school in a PWI without any community. So there are a lot of things that your mind is going to think that isn't really real because you're not getting the love, attention, and care that you need in the actual place. And our body is the same way. You need a community. So as a mom, you usually feel better when you join a mom community. You cannot join sex in some travel group, in a mom group. And you may talk about it a little bit. You need to find a sex community. And so like one of the things that... Um, I tell people, sign up for my email list. You'll get a free class just for signing up to the email list on how to talk about these things. Um, Like just, oh, I've never had an orgasm. Like that's another thing. A lot of people are not telling the truth. So they're like, oh, how do I get better on sexuality? Some of you all sexuality is not gonna get better until you tell your partner that you've been lying about having orgasms. Um, It's it's, it's a whole bunch of things that need to come up. But in that class, I talk about um, pretty much Things have more solutions when you have more knowledge. So instead of thinking, how do I get, um, how, how do I become more sexual? Let's talk about making sex last longer. But guess what? The first thing that's going to come up is an excuse. Well, he can't last 40 minutes anyway. Well, baby, you could barely hold out for one nut by yourself. So you probably can't last for 40 minutes either. So let's not put each other down. But what's some skills that we can learn, such as edging? Let's teach our partner how to edge so they can learn to control their orgasms. Let's teach you how to have multiple orgasms because if neither one of y'all can keep up for 40 minutes, it don't matter what you do, you know? Sometimes we don't have the skill. What you've, you've learned nothing about sex. We have learned nothing. We've learned how to not get pregnant, how to not get STDs, and how not to be somebody's quote-unquote next baby mama. That's all we have learned. 
That's all we have learned. There's nobody that sat you down and asked you how to talk about giving oral sex to your partner. You're, you, and, and most, so, people, so many people are super offended when their partner even corrects them on these things. Like who sat you down and said, hey, actually this is how you ride a curved penis and this is how you ride one that's regular. These are the parts that feel really good about this. Um, oh, these are some different tricks. Some of these are not actually from US. Some of these are from overseas and this is something that they do and this helps with that. Or do you only know how to work with a penis when it's erect? Like. The, the men have something to say too. Mm -hmm. The men have things to say too. Just because they're getting a nut doesn't make it the best one or, or even a good one. And we do not, we just don't have the tools. No, we don't. And a lot of the questions that people are asking are for things that they've never learned. And it's like, I, I love these questions, but the, the truth is, is that we have to start over and we have to start learning and stop just looking sometimes for the nut. Oh, well, I, I don't know how to make myself squirt. Or, oh, how do, how do I make, um, have a, a, a vaginal orgasm with my partner? These are very advanced level things that we're talking about when you don't masturbate on your own, when you still fuck yourself in the same position. The one right here, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's it, real quick, um, under the covers while the kids, you know, taking a nap real quick. Like, this is how you treat yourself. And then you wonder why your relationship looks the way that it does with yourself and with your partner. Yeah, I just think that I'm just I'm tired of having the conversations and I'm ready to know who wants to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And I know we've gotten conditioned to accept that type of learning where it's just a conversation. Yeah, there are enough conversations out there. Definitely. Like let, when, when are we going to start? Mm -hmm. I you agree. Know? Yeah, I agree with you. And I think so. I do have another question here, but I, I think the point you're getting at, too, is like. Too many questions too many conversations, time to just do. And it seems like going back to the basics is a lot where, where a lot of us need to be because we're asking very advanced questions and we haven't even done some of the basic work. And I know you mentioned masturbation and there's probably a bunch of the mamas in my community that either don't do it often enough or like just haven't. And, yeah. and we don't know the reasons. And so my question for you and again, I feel like I know where you're going to go with this. Is that where we should be starting? Like just literally where we should be starting with how we are, what sexuality is just for us and our own self-pleasure? And if so, are there any tips for how one would get started with that if they have never done that before? Absolutely. So it's almost like when someone tells you to go somewhere or do something, but they've never done it. You ever like, that's why people don't trust self-help people. Like, because it's like, you're telling me how to do something that you've never done or that's like that's why people don't want to take parenting advice from people that aren't parents like you want to know that someone has done it and could you imagine being a guy right and then all these women have ganged up now to talk about how they've been faking orgasms and all this other shit and they're like well one how the hell was I supposed to know you moaned you said yes you said this fine right and then when you do tell me you fake it and I'm like okay well what you want me to do you tell me you don't know the fuck like how am I like how am I supposed to do better when you can't tell me or contribute anything to it it just doesn't make sense but also there's a point of self-love and boundaries that black women especially have missed for years we have we have been discouraged for putting ourselves first we've been discouraged by religion from touching ourselves and things like this and so there is a confidence there's there's a level of confidence that I think that every woman needs to have and say that you know what I need to start over in everything I've learned I'm not telling you to throw out your religion but some of this shit don't make sense 
you have to do what works for you. Because at, at this point, a lot of us were shamed from having sex. And then all of a sudden, oh, I want grandkids. We're skipping steps. And I think we have to realize that the millennials are in a place where we're changing things, how things were done for our grandparents in every single way, every single thing. We're, we're gentle parenting now. Like we're happy and we're leaving relationships that aren't, we're not staying for just the kids anymore. We're different. So sometimes we have to throw out what we think is supposed to be and just one, start brand new. But two, do you touch yourself? And stop asking what's normal. Is it normal that when I touch this, it doesn't feel like this? First of all, let's get into a normal routine before we even ask what's normal. And let's start being so impatient with our bodies. You masturbate once or twice and you're like, oh, well, it didn't happen. So I don't like toys. When I first learned how to drive, I had my license and was still trying to figure it out. Like, let alone with your body, something that you can't see, something that still doesn't have proper education sources, you know, back behind it, something that's been taught mostly by white men. Like, there are a lot of gaps in this. And so we have to become like little scientists to our body. Um, but there are a number of classes, of course, to take as well as sometimes taking sex out of it all together. I, something that I love to do when I feel sexually stagnant, like the fire is not there, remove the sex altogether. So, um, I've had, um, so I'm polyamorous. So that means that I date more than one pe person at a time and like have multiple relationships and multiple partners. And I know that's not everybody's thing, but um, sometimes partners come in and out of your life and sometimes you're sometimes you have to start over because sometimes it can get too sexual too fast or you know and even with one partner like sometimes it's, it's good to take a sex fast so we can remember all the things that turned us on without the sex because sometimes sex becomes the easy answer like oh just do it so now we didn't skip head we didn't skip massages like we've gotten so lazy so used to skipping these steps and it's like let's just take the sex out of it. It's not an option. Let's go on a sex fast, but we still have to be intimate. So like challenges, doing like sex challenges together, masturbation challenges together. Let's talk about mutual masturbation, teaching your partner how to masturbate on you and say, you know what, even if during sex, you didn't have an orgasm, let's pull out this toy and still make sure that you at least get yours. And we're going to keep working up to me being able to give that to you. But orgasm should be a part if, if the person wants it to be you know yeah I love the direction that you're going in because um we also have a few mamas in our community that identify as queer and so one of our mamas asked two good questions um one just kind of explaining like outer course versus intercourse and it sounds like this is what this is potentially but then also she had a really good question about what are some asexual expressions of intimacy for those of us who are just not wanting to um be sexual in the traditional ways so first off um I know this is not going to work for everyone but one of the ways that I really had to learn what intimacy was for me was to be alone um most of us have never spent any real time alone and when we were alone we were looking for things to fill our time I have been really exploring sitting in my lonesome and seeing what I feel but a lot of us are not patient enough. It takes like a month of kind of being alone at least just to let every, all the other influences wash away and then see how we feel, what we crave, what we want. There are so many personality tests to start figuring out what type of person are you? So I could give you a list of items, but I think first let's talk about making our experiences custom to us. 
So take a personality test, see if you're introvert or extrovert, see what types of, you know, this or that. Explore what are your love languages? What are your sexual love languages? Making a list of those things. So now you can say, you know what? You like quality time. And so I know that taking you to the movies is not that. Like, so sometimes we're doing intimacy things, but it just doesn't feel like that to us, maybe because that's our partner's love language, right? Um, but also when sex is an option, sometimes we just move faster. So that's another reason I like taking um, sex off the table because also it's sexy. It's like, rawr, like we're going to do everything sexy, but we're not going to do it. Now your, your mind doesn't think about anything it doesn't have to. If you have not been doing foreplay, you probably have no idea what you want to do to spice things up right? Um, but also, I love card games. So, like, there are so many different card games out there, like, get to know you card games and things like that. Um, also, getting away from distractions. Get away from the TV. Turn it off. Go outside. Like, sunlight. I'm a person that you can take, like, I love nature. So, take me out to a picnic. But if you don't like nature, maybe go to a coffee shop with your partner. When is the last time y'all went to a coffee shop together and you didn't look like shit? How about getting dressed? When is the last time... You got dressed, put on something that ain't have a stain on it or put on something that you felt like, oh, I don't want to get this dirty. We just have one life to live. Get it dirty. Like taking more, taking more effort into ourselves will help us. It'll help us figure out what we want in that relationship. But um, back to the asexual thing. So um, picnics and unique dates. I love picnics. I love charcuterie boards. That's what I call it. The charcuterie boards. You can make that in the house, like coming up with some date ideas in advance, some maybe together, even dropping them in a jar. A lot of things I feel like research on the front end is better because in that moment when you're like, Hey babe, uh, grandma came and get the kids. What you want to do tonight? I'm on the spot. I don't know. Like if we make a list and put it in a jar, we can pull from that for a month and do that once a month. Now we don't have to think about it, but we've already talked about these things. We know that we're good. We know that this ignites something in us, you know, whatever. Um, also, um, as, as for like, a, I guess, queer or, you know, whatever your, your, um, your preference is, there are still lots of sex toys, okay? Um, sex toys is something huge. So masturbating for your partner is one of the most central things I think you can do, especially when it doesn't even include sex. So um, I know a lot of people are like, well, how am I supposed to do that? Well, show them mutual masturbation, like get them a chair, sit them at the edge of your bed, play music, put on an eye covering if you need to, if you're shy and play with yourself and let them watch. Like that's so exciting. And there are so many ways to lead up to that. You can start off with just recording the audio of you masturbating and sending them a video. But the thing is, we kind of just run out of ideas because we've never had to really be exciting because it's just exciting that we ain't had no kids but um <laughs> but also when you have more time for yourself though your energy does go up um and also I give a lot of these ideas on the Patreon like I said knowledge is usually one of the easiest ways to fix what we have going on because like I said you could talk in the chest I'm a person that's going to give you things to do so like I have a video that I'm uploading today it's like five unique sexy scenarios to do to spice things up and they're they're just random and it's like that's another thing about joining a community you don't have to think of everything on your own I have so many classes that give it to you and you could take what you want from it and leave the stuff you don't like it's totally fine like give your man a lingam massage or give your girl a yoni massage you know what I'm saying like things like this um, also breathing and, and like sexual breathing and meditations and things like that. Sex, um, positive sex affirmations is a great one. That's not sexual at all, but like 
recording talking to your partner and encouraging them to have an orgasm while you affirm them. So like with your partner letting, like for the young lady that asked, um, that's queer, like, hey, letting her know, you know, hey, I love having you in my life. And you were like the most, you were the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. And watching you orgasm is one of the best things that I've ever felt. And that, da, da, da. like, you're just talking to them and, and things like that. Again, another class that I have, it's called um, masturbation and um, masturbation and manifestation. And I teach different ways to masturbate even to different things because some people are like well I don't want to use porn and you know I help you transition to using your partner or using your goals to masturbate instead and you know these other things it's just so much stuff out Amazing. there you know and I feel like a big takeaway because I know that you have to go soon but I think a big takeaway I'm taking away today is like you saying that you wanting to improve sexuality and sex in your partnership or with yourself means action like do the things create the life that you want but then also tap into the resources that are available and I think that is something that we don't do often I think we just get kind of frustrated and discouraged that it's not what we want it to be and just yeah. kind of think like oh well this is life now when really that's not the case and so you know I actually just want to end by um, asking you is there anything else you feel like we need to know but then also can you let the mama's know how they can connect with you and your work if they are wanting to move forward absolutely so um I'm going to suggest you guys um and these are just some free options just to start off um my Instagram page there are like so many posts on there go through camp out go look and see what we're talking about um I have a very safe place I delete any crazy negative comments um, that make people feel crazy. And we talk about real things, get involved in what we're doing for free. Like there are questions of the day in the stories that you could respond to anonymously. Um, there are different posts that come up, sex positions of the day. Like people follow my page because they don't have to do the work. Just by following the page, whatever she put up, now you're talking about that in your relationship at home. Like, all right, oh, she said do a self-care day. Ooh, that just reminded me, let me do a self-care day. Like I'm your sex best friend. I'm gonna remind you to fuck you and fuck them. Well. Like I'm, I'm gonna, but we also do the work. Like we, we learn how to communicate. We learn how to um, get past when you don't know how to orgasm by yourself and, you know, different things that come up and trying new things. And, but from A to Z, literally some of everything. Um, also we have um, master classes. So like the math masterclass, Dick Writing 101 and Masturbation and Squirting 101. Those are our um, biggest classes. Um, and the masturbation and squirting one is the one that moms love the most. It is the class that I use for my postpartum. Um, and I still use it. Uh-oh, my camera went out. Um, I still use it to this day. Um, and it taught me how to get my orgasms back, how to strengthen my orgasms, and how to have them more frequently, as well as just a lot of different ways to get my orgasms. So that was really amazing. Um, and a lot of post, you know, that's really the one that post, postpartum moms always start with because we need to just start with having orgasms first. Um, but also please be patient with yourself. There is nothing wrong with you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You have not been given this information and what a life coach, almost like what a life coach does is kind of what I do sexually. I help you say, okay, that's normal. That's fine. That's, keep going, keep going. But we get so disappointed and discouraged so fast. When we don't get the reaction we want immediately when we've spent 30, 40 years of ignoring certain parts of ourselves and haven't uncovered. And we're different sexually around our partner than we are in our head. 
things you fantasize about, the things that you really want, but you don't know how to do it because you're married now, you're a mom, and and what are people gonna think? You know, we we cover all these things. Um, and it's really beautiful. And then again, of course, we have the Patreon, which is 230 plus classes. We add, add new classes every single month and we do like private events. Um, everything that I've done is on there except for the master classes, but um, everything is on there. There are twerk classes, central selfie classes show you how to like upgrade your selfie game, like for your, for your boo, for yourself, um, teach you how to like fix mass, some masturbation areas we may have, like what if you're doing this and this don't work? And we have toy reviews, all types of like different toys. I, I tell you like, hey, this is something you can do with this toy and this is how it works and toys for your partner. And just the Patreon alone, you can have something new to do for the next two years. That's like, what I'm thinking. You know, it's, it's so amazing, but yeah. ultimately it's a safe place for you to understand that you're not alone and you don't have to start off swinging from the, from, uh, from the curtains and the blinds and all that other shit. Let's just show up and let's just work slow and ultimately you're going to be a more confident woman um a more confident man like our classes are for both like we have pussy eating classes on there we got everything on there chickens turtles ducks whatever can join um and it's it's really amazing um so yes and also my website thesexualessentials.com um i mean all of us are sexual and I don't, I don't want us to bottle any other way. There's a time for me to be a mom. There's a time for me to be a hot girl. There's a time for me to be by myself. Time for me to be a businesswoman. But we have to let all these different parts of us live. We do. Um, and so yeah. thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This was super helpful. And I know the mamas are going to love this. So thank you so much. No problem. I'm definitely going to have to bring you onto our Patreon so you could talk from the mom standpoint and have you as a guest. That's something that we do all the time, bring different guest speakers with their um, level of expertise and we figure out how it overlaps with sexuality so I will we're that. uncovering we're uncovering everything that everybody has told us to shut the fuck up about so strap on your big girl draws because once you sign up with me or you even follow the page you're stuck because I'm going to keep reminding you and encouraging you and you're gonna be intimidated by your own sexual like energy you're like oh my gosh like no but we're gonna use it we're gonna embrace it and for the way that works for you. Everybody is different. We're gonna help you figure out what works for you and help you get that thing because we get it in professional life. We we get it in everything else, you know? Let's yeah. get it for ourselves sexually and in our relationships, you know, so. I love it. Well, I cannot wait for us to connect more. Thank you so much. I know you have to go, but I, I really appreciate your time and thank you for this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate you and everything that you're doing. And yes, y'all follow me on Instagram at sexual essentials. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Hey, Mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.